Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. So Eric met Liz at the venue. Uh, He was with a bunch of friends, and she gave him her business card, and they ended up making a date at Bravo. Eric covered all the bases. She's funny. She's smart. She seemed to really be into me. The conversation was easy. There were no awkward moments. Classic second date update setup. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing unusual happened. He has called, he has texted, and there has been no response from her whatsoever. There was no communication, no back and forth at all after that night. Is that right, Eric? No, that was pretty much it, which, you know, I just thought was strange because she seemed to be into me, at least I thought she was. So, And just to be sure, before we walk into this, can you recount for us how the date ended, how you said goodbye, what the mood was? Um, gosh, uh, I... Dropped her off, and um, it was just really sweet, but it was good. You know, we just sort of had, like, you know, some small, you know, back and forth in the car, and she has a, she has a really beautiful voice. I just like to love, I loved hearing her talk, so I didn't try to, I try not to interrupt her too much, but it was really nice. It what was a nice chill. compliment. That's a yeah. good compliment, yeah. isn't it? He's so sweet. I really like Eric. She has a nice voice. I just like listening to her. Aw. All right, let's call Liz. Now i got to hear her voice. Let's see what she sounds like. Hello. Hi, is this Liz? Yeah, I'm asking who's calling. Hi, this is Jeff and Jen, along with Fritch and Tim at Q102. How are you? Q102 what? Q, <laughs> Q102. We're Jeff and Jen, and we do the morning show on Q102 Radio in Cincinnati. I'm sorry. I don't really listen. That's okay. What do you listen to in the morning? NPR. So we're like all yeah. things considered, but we call people. I wouldn't give us that much credit. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys get my number? Why are you calling me? You know what? Eric, the guy that you went to Bravo with that you met at <laughs> Venue is such a big fan. He was telling us about the oh. date you two went on. He's a, He does listen to Q102. Mm-hmm. And we do a feature on our show called Second Date Update, and he was all bummed because he felt like he went on this great date with you, and really he said you were funny and smart, and that conversation with you was easy, and that it didn't feel mm-hmm. awkward to him. And then after the date, he never heard from you again. So please don't misunderstand. He's not trying to stalk you. He just wants to know Mm -hmm. if there was something he did that offended you or made you feel bad and would that explain why you haven't called him back or is there just someone else are you just not that into him okay (laughs) um where do i begin (laughs) i take it you've never gotten Uh, a call anything like this ever before they don't do this on npr do they (laughs) no they don't you guys seriously do this on your radio show we do. Oh, my God. We do what NPR <laughs> won't. And people will talk to you and tell you why they don't go out with you. You would be surprised. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I should mention, and I, and I don't want you to feel ambushed here, but Eric is on the line with us. This is part of it. So why don't you, let's just get oh, that out of the yeah. way now and say hi. Hey, Liz. Hi, Eric. How are you? It's good to hear you. He's sweet. I like him. Me too. I <laughs> so anyway, what I started to say, Liz, is that yeah, this is not an effort to put you on the spot or make you feel uncomfortable. If if you don't want to go out with him again, that's totally your call. I, I think Eric just wants to know where he went wrong on the date, and 
if you could sort of give him, I don't know if you've ever been on a date before and then blown off after that and always wondered why, Mm -hmm. this is that moment where you have an opportunity to kind of tell him what the real deal is. (laughs) Okay, well, have you guys heard of the whispering videos on YouTube? The what now? Whispering videos. Whispering videos. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. I think. I've never heard. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is that the woman that whispers? Yeah. That's I think her, there's right? lots of them, though. Aren't there lots of them? Like, people put headphones on, listen to her, and the somehow they find... The girl got paid to whisper stuff to people, like ads, commercials, to read to them whispering, right? Is right, that her? because people they get, excited. get off on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, there are videos where young, attractive women whisper these role-playing scenarios. Even if they're, they're not sexual, they always sound like they are. I mean, the girls will actually act like they're whispering in your ear, and they're meant to be relaxing... But they kind of sound like porn. <laughs> they sound like porn. And, and you say they don't necessarily yeah. have. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, be talking about anything sexual. They could be talking about spaghetti or something. Yeah, they could be talking about anything. It's just meant to relax you. Yeah. It always sounds like porn. Okay. Yeah, I have heard of that. Do mm-hmm. you do that? So I have trouble falling asleep. And he said that he uses those videos all the time to help him when he has insomnia. And I just thought that that was really weird. And it just made me wonder what other kinds of weird things he's into. And it just really turned me off. It was, yeah, really alarming. Because you look, you look at, you must look at those videos then as kinky. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird. It's a, it's fetishy. Yeah. It's not creepy, but I know we played one on the air before of the girl. She makes like a million dollars a year just reading ads and whisper to people. But all of the comments and stuff underneath were like really creepy undertone. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That would be weird. I've heard her and I, let's see if I can dig there's it There's a bunch of them. Some. You know, the, yeah, I think there's a bunch of them. It doesn't do anything for me. But then again, I think that Scarlett Johansson's voice mm-hmm. in the movie Her is really sexy sounding. Mm-hmm. But she's not whispering. Well, she, but she does that soft. It's a half whisper. It yeah, is. Kind of. It's kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a, she's soft talking. I didn't really know people could get turned on by that kind of. If the voice is sexy enough. Mm-hmm. Eric. Yeah. I should have picked <laughs> up the hint when you mentioned how the, how much you liked Liz's voice. Oh, Doesn't yeah. she have a great voice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. really, I, for me, it's just really soothing and calm and. I think she has a great voice. But I didn't think it came across as sexual. You know, I didn't feel like I was being weird, I guess. That's not what you're getting out of these videos. It's not a sexual thing. It's just relaxing. No, it's not like they're not talking dirty or anything like that. I mean, like they can be just like reading recipes or, you know, like the weather report. Yeah, that's really weird, though. I mean, whispering and you're going to sleep. um, I guess. I mean, I think... 
I just thought you had a really beautiful voice, and you know, I, I think that well, thank I think you. you'd be really, I think you'd be really great at it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for a part-time job, I mean, if, a gig. Yeah, I mean, if you posted some videos online, I would, I would really listen to them. I think that I could like hook up other friends of mine that do it, and I think that it would be. <laughs> yeah, great. I don't think oh, they play those on NPR. <laughs> do you ever like just read the back of labels or anything like that? I mean, if you just no, seriously, I'm, if you recorded really, yourself. I'm really not following you right now. I think we're on. I think we're. On two, we're in two different worlds right now. Eric, I think <laughs> yeah, we lost her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think she feels kind of you know, done. It's not, I mean, it's not sexual. Have you guys actually watched the videos? They're not, like, sexual or anything. It's just, you know, okay. it's just really calming. And I do have a, I have, I have a problem sleeping. I have a hard time. I don't disagree with you, I dude. Just, I just think that she is, she just doesn't get it. Yeah. It's not her thing. I'm really not into it. I don't know how else to say it. I'm right. really not yeah. into it. Yeah. Well, at least we know. What can you do, I guess? But. <laughs> I mean, there's I mean, these are, there are some on here that have gotten millions of views. Yeah. And yeah. hundreds of thousands. The option is always there, but for now, I'm going to keep chugging away with my life. Okay. Um, without recording. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. No. No second date. A, yeah, second date there. Would love to give it a shot for you, though, if you've been out on a first date and haven't heard back. 513-749-2320, or you can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen Morning Show 622, looking at sunny skies today, mixed with a few clouds this afternoon, and tad humid with a high of 87 right now at 69 at Cincinnati's Q102. So we got everything you need to know about this seventh season of Game of Thrones. Chris Brown with all the answers to the Taylor Kanye chaos. We'll get to both of those stories here in a minute, but speaking of Taylor Swift. Let's begin with her and Kanye this morning. Yeah, this is some pretty crazy stuff. The uh, uh-huh, TMZ <laughs> saying that Taylor is thinking about filing a police report against Kim and Kanye for releasing the audio of that phone call that she had with Kanye. Taylor reportedly didn't know she was being recorded, which of course makes it a crime. And California law says both parties have to agree to be recorded or else it's a felony. Ooh. Who called who? I'm not sure. I, he called her to okay. tell her. Yeah, this was this was the big story yesterday, Jeff, that you missed. He called her and had a conversation with her that showed she knew that she was going to be mentioned in his song, Famous. Hmm. So <clears throat> where it got ugly, though, is there was a second part, uh, the part of the song where he calls her the B word. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell her about that part. Okay. And so she fired back that this is uh, what a, some, a sa- character assassination on his part to her, mm-hmm. and she just thought it was awful. And blah, but it blah. all went really bad because Kim Kardashian leaked these Snapchats of Kanye on the phone with Taylor video Snapchat. She released them, making it look like Taylor was a big old liar. Mm-hmm. Aha. So in a GQ interview last month, Kim said that Taylor knew she was being recorded and had her legal team threaten them with a lawsuit if they released the video. But Taylor's people say that that is not true. So how is Taylor handling this? She's getting support from her boyfriend, Tom Hiddleston, of course. Oh, good. And Tom is being so supportive and telling her to be calm. (laughs) They're in love. This is incredibly hurtful and unnecessary. So once again, Taylor is feeling attacked. Hmm. By Kanye and Kim. I kind of feel so. I mean, I feel sorry for Taylor a little bit just because I feel like it was complete corruption by Kim and Kanye 100%. Well, it's kind of like she didn't choose to have any kind of relationship with Kanye. He inserted himself into her life. Yeah. In 2009 when he jumped on that stage. 
And ever since then, you know, I mean, that's what she even said in her statement. She says, I don't even want to be a part. I, you know, I've never asked to be a part of any of this. Well, and I watched the entire uh, story on Kim Kardashian's Snapchat yesterday, and it just seems like they are baiting her to say things. And that's the thing. She's on there like, you know, that that would be nice. I'm glad that you reached out to me. Thank you for being a friend. I, I mean, she sounds like she's really trying to make this work and be mm-hmm. cohesive between mm-hmm. the two of them and just let it go. And then, boom, they stab her again. Yeah. Well, Chris Brown weighed on this chaos. Actually, you could you could argue he weighed in on, you know, everybody that involves themselves in these public spats. In times like this, who doesn't look to Chris Brown to be the adult, right? <laughs> Here's his take, and I'm quoting from Chris Brown, make music and shut the F up. <laughs> Again, he seemed to be directing that at everybody. But, oh, but finally, he's the, he's the voice of reason. It's pretty good. And all of this, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah, Selena Gomez got involved by sending her own tweet about how there are more important things to talk about. And the internet, you know, they say that. But if you stop talking about them, they would die. Die. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. drop dead. Die. And the internet attacked her for never actually talking about those important things. And, uh, yeah. So, oh, and, and Nils Schoberg or Sejoberg or however you Whatever pronounce her she made pen up. name. After her little dust-up with Calvin Harris, Taylor is now using her own name as co-writer of his track with Rihanna. This is what you came for. Yep. Well, Game of Thrones, we're finding out all the details about the last two seasons. HBO's made some announcements. Season 7 is only going to have seven episodes. It's going to premiere sometime next summer. It's going to be the shortest season yet, and we're going to have to wait longer to see it. Producers previously said they envisioned 13 more episodes, so that would leave only six more for an eighth and final season. The show is bigger than ever. HBO says season 6 averaged 25.1 million viewers per episode. When you include DVR data, rebroadcasts, and streaming platforms, they drew six million more viewers. Hmm. Wow. So that's a crazy hit show. Time to jump on board. You got to get on there. Speaking of, I uh, finished Orange is the New Black last night, <gasps> and I am. Um, I'm glad I'm taking a break from it. I did too. Did you? Yes, I did. Are you glad you took a break? Are you gonna- I'm, yeah, I'm ready for a little break. It's, Me, yep. it's yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did, it did end with a cliffhanger, though. Yeah. Quite the cliffhanger. But devastating at the same time. Yes, I was crying. By the way, there's going to be uh, uh, the new Star Trek movie, which uh, most people, Star Trekkies, Trekkies know is coming. Star Trek Beyond opens this weekend, and it will feature Anton Yelchin as Chekhov, the late, great Anton Yelchin, because it was finished before his tragic death last month. But it sounds like the... Chekhov character is being retired after this because J.J. Abrams said uh, Anton really was one of a kind and he doesn't want to recast the part. Director Justin Lin says he doesn't know how they will handle the apparent loss of the Chekhov character going forward. Can't you just transfer him to another ship? He <laughs> <laughs> <You> got transferred. <laughs> I mean, it, that kind of thing happened all the time on the TV show, you know, with the guys in the red shirts. Or just, you know, why can't they just send out an email that yesterday was his last day and we wish him well on his right. new endeavors? That's Future right. Endeavors. This, is, <laughs> this is Lieutenant Chekhov's last day on the Enterprise. We wish him well in his future endeavors. Uh, it was also confirmed yesterday that Chris Hemsworth will be back in the next movie as Captain Kirk's father, George Kirk. So there you go. That is your latest E-News for now. 
We will have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. Guess the real headline and win. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 649. Sunny skies with a mix mixed in with a few clouds this afternoon. It looks like in, in just a tad humid. We'll see a high around 87. Right now it is 69 degrees with Jeff and Jen. We have uh, Jeff and Jen jury coming up at uh, what time? Six or seven. Well, I, I'm sorry, guys. It feels like a Monday to me. Because <laughs> you were on vacation. You have vacation brain a little bit. Right. Yeah, so... It happens. I'm kind of behind the eight ball here a little bit. But uh, anyway, we have a classic second date update for you coming up later on this hour. And uh, Jeff and Jen Jury coming up at 7.55 this morning. So stick around for that. Um, I wanted to mention, I don't know if you caught any of the Republican National Convention last night. I really did try to stay awake just to watch some of it. I wanted to see what Melania Trump had to say and... I don't know. I I know I was there for the very beginning of it, but I at some point I must have become unconscious because <laughs> <laughs> you're not remembering much this morning. Because when I woke up, the news was starting at eleven o'clock. And uh, I, yeah, and I, I would think that you would definitely be a, a Melania, at least someone who's very interested in her, because you like chicks with accents. Well, look, when I look at Melania Trump, I just think to myself, this is a woman who probably has a lot to say. She speaks five languages for crying out loud. She does. She does. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. She was the main speaker last night. But many are saying that she stole part of her speech from Michelle Obama's speech at the Democratic Convention in 2008. So I'm going to play you a clip of Melania Trump's speech and... And then I'm going to and then I'm going to kind of sync it with Michelle Obama's right. speech. So you'll be listening to Michelle Obama in in your left speaker. Okay. <laughs> Melania in your right speaker. And I got to tell you at times it's pretty much word for word. Oh wow. And the rest of the time the ideas are pretty much still the same. So here we go. Will raise my parents so many of the same values. The values like that you work, you work hard, hard for what, for you, what want you want in life. life. That, that your word is your bond. bond. That you do what and you say. And you do what do. you say and keep your promise. Oh. That you, you treat, treat people, people with respect. With thought, dignity, and respect, even and if you don't know in them, their daily life. and even if you don't agree with them. That is a lesson that I continue to pass along to our son. <laughs> We want our children, our children and all children in this, in this nation, nation to know that the only limit to the height of your achievements is the reach of your dreams and your, and your willingness to work, work hard for, for them. them. What do you think? How is that possible? I mean, how much of a ding-dong do you got to be to actually lift from an uh, of all speeches? If you're going to steal from somebody else's speech, don't steal it from another woman that's married to a presidential candidate. You steal it from somebody who's, you know. <laughs> she did talk, I mean, to play uh, other side of the coin, she did talk for a long time, and that's really only just a bunch of inspirational quotes that any parent probably would say. Yeah. Yeah, but I still feel like you would put your yes, speech through Google. It's exactly the same. Like, not denying that. Is yeah. this anything like anything else that's been ever written? Well, this is what I'm guessing happened, is when, they, when she was assigned the speech, and let's face it, this was... A job given to her. Right. This is something you have to do. 
they gave her copies of other speeches from other first ladies and said, you know, this is kind of what they do. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, take take some inspiration from this and write your own deal. <laughs> like verbatim. Do you think she actually wrote it, though, or do you think speech writers she did that? Said, she said she wrote it. With a little bit of help. Okay. That's well, the truth. She did say that. Those are the six lines that she got help with. <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of help. From Michelle Obama. <laughs> yeah. We have a video on our uh, Facebook page, too, Jeff and Jen on q and too, that someone has put together and side-by-side side with the words written out and everything. We have a nice little topic going on about plagiarism, because that's kind of the thing this morning, is people are like, is this plagiarism? And a lot of people are like, it's totally stolen, word for word. Christine is like, yeah. Other people are like, you know, Obama did the same thing. People borrow from speeches all the time. You know, that's true. President Obama did do the same thing while he was running eight years ago. President Obama took lines from a speech in 2008 that Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick gave in 2006. (laughs) And nobody really called him out. On it. That's what people are saying. People borrow from speeches all the time. One thing I, I watched, like a little recap, and it, it, it did include the the copycat stuff, but it, it had some of the other things she talked about. And what I took out of it, besides the plagiarism or whatever we want to call that, was I think that being an immigrant, she has a little different view of the freedoms that we have here in our mm-hmm. country. I thought that was kind of an interesting take. Different perspective. Yeah, as someone who didn't wasn't raised here. Right. Yeah. Rock and I were raised with so many of the same values. Like, you work hard for what you want in life. My parents impressed on me the values that you work hard for what you want in life. That your word is your bond, that you do what you say you're going to do. That your word is your bond, and you do <laughs> what you say and keep your promise. That you treat people with Dignity and respect. That you treat people with respect. Because we want our children and all children in this nation to know that the only limit to the height of your achievements is the reach of your dreams and your willingness to work hard for them. Okay, that's a mouthful. Top yeah. that. Let's see you do that. Yeah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that one, huh? Yeah, no, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Right. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. So we'll have more on uh, what happened. I'll tell you what, man. This is a circus watching this. It's so much fun because you're just waiting to see what happens. I'll tell you what, Rudy Giuliani, did anybody see him last night? No. I saw them talking to him before he went on, but I didn't see him actually speak. I just saw Bob Dole in the audience. I know. Oh, yeah. Do we have any audio uh, of the, the mom speaking, the mom of the Benghazi soldier? That was pretty powerful. Uh, let's I see. I saw a here. lot of people. See, I had it on in the background while I was watching Orange is the New Black, and I had the volume <laughs> had down. But yeah, you had the volume it. down on the RNC. Yeah, so I could see what was going on. I heard a lot of people were talking about too his, and I didn't see the beginning because I also was watching Orange is the New Black. <laughs> but I heard that he came out and it was like fireworks and an explosion, and it was just like a, it was big, a very dramatic big entrance production for, for his entrance. Yeah. But the best part, the most powerful and moving part, was when Scott Bayo took oh, to the mic. He was there? Oh, we can yeah. go for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Who wants to continue the same policies that are wrecking this country. And then... 
Scott Baio. Willie Robertson from Duck Dynasty. I've always said uh, that me and Mr. Trump have three things in common. We're both successful businessmen. Although I flew commercial here, so I'm guessing he didn't. We both have had hit television shows. And we both have intelligent wives who are much better looking than we are. There you go. Little Willie Robertson. Thank you, Willie. All right. A little before 7 o'clock, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, sunny skies. Excuse me. Mixed with uh, a few clouds this afternoon and a bit humid. We'll see a high of 87. Right now, it's 69 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. All right, here's Christine's situation. She's a business owner, small business, 20 employees, and pretty much all of her employees are overweight, out of shape. She watches them eat. They eat crap. She's concerned on them and a lot of is concerned about them on a lot of different levels. You know, personally, she cares about her employees. She likes them. She wants them to be healthy and and mm-hmm. feel good. From a business standpoint, they do represent her company. So, from an image perspective, she wants them to look good. And from also the health insurance, she pays for their health insurance, and if yeah, and they're a lot out, of money, right? And they're out a lot, so she loses money in productivity. So what she wants to do is purchase for them treadmill desks, and kind of make it mandatory that they spend you know at least some of their day at these stand up treadmill desks doing their work while they're walking. Mm-hmm. So her question is because her HR director says you can't you can't do that. That's just kind of rude. Hmm. So she wants to know whether she should just go ahead and get the desks because she feels like she's being a a kind and caring boss or should she not force that on them? Juror number 1, Beth, get the desks or let them sit. Absolutely get them. We have them at work and we love it because we don't have time to work out when we get home and we're too tired. All right, Angela. Absolutely. I'm kind of jealous. I want one myself. Huh. Okay. <laughs> You'd be so lucky if your company would provide yeah, those no desks. Yeah, no kidding. Right. All right, Chris. Yes. Get the desks or let them sit. Let them sit. <laughs> he says with passion. That's right. There's a lot more or other ways to... Uh, do healthy, healthy living than making somebody stand for eight hours in a day. Company yeah. needs to consider other health initiatives. Yes. All right. Kay. Thank you, Chris. All right. Thank you. Becky. Yes. Get the desks or let them sit. Let them sit. Oh. <laughs> it's just so clear to you. <laughs> Absolutely not. Especially, should you make it mandatory? Right. No way. No way. Okay. Yeah. Joan. Oh, well, I mean, I think it should be an option. I don't think it should be mandatory. Society's already mandatorying mandatorying so much stuff out there, so I okay. say no. All right. Let them sit, she says. Thank you very much. Scott. Um, I would say scrap the idea. She opens herself up to liability by mandating exercise. Mm-hmm. Somebody gets injured, it's back on her, and it defeated the purpose. Better off than invest in some sort of gym on facility and encourage them to do it that way. Got it. Cindy. I, I'd say let them sit. But okay. maybe let them vote on something that's a little more acclimated to what they, how they want to get healthier. Fair enough. Thank you, Cindy. Yes. Jennifer. Yes. How are you? Get the th- fine. Thank you. Get the desk. I'm sitting now. Now I'm sitting. <laughs> so he's feeling strong right now. Right. Get the Yay. desks or let them sit. Well, I'm actually a night shift nurse, 
so I do quite a bit of sitting, and I think it would be a great idea. Yeah. But what's going to be important is how you roll it out to them. All right. So I'm going to put you down for get the desks. Get the desks and be compassionate when you tell them that you're doing it. Compassionate and encouraging. <laughs> nice. Right. Yes. All right. Like me. Roll you can't stand positive. up there. You can't have them delivered and say, I got these for you because you're fat and out of shape. <laughs> Get walking. You know, like, that's going to be the sticking point. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a lawsuit if you say that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Nobody wants any of that going on. Uh-uh. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right. Have a good day. You too. That's eight jurors so far. Jen, yeah. you are juror number nine. Get the desk or let yeah, them sit. You know, as much as I love the idea of a stand-up desk with a with a treadmill, which I would love to have here, I, do, I, I don't think you can get them and make it mandatory like that. So All right. let them sit. Uh, Fritch, you are juror number 10. I say get the desk. I mean, it has the option where you can sit, people. Come on, move it. All right. I would love to have it here during commercial break. I would love you would it like too. something like that. Yes, and it's provided for you. Hello. All right. Even though even though Jen says let him sit, she would like one. Yeah. Fritch says, <laughs> not only do I want one, I say make it mandatory. Uh huh. Yep. Tim, what say you? Uh, I have a good case of uh, the M M&M and M ass myself, so I would say it'd be really cool to have a, a treadmill desk. Christine's business. She's the owner. She makes the decisions. Is she concerned with hurting other people's feelings at work with her other business decisions? Yep. All right. Um So I say go for the desk as long as it's implemented safely and used safely. Okay. We don't need people falling off these things oh, and yeah. being <laughs> shot out the back of your window or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's true. You're right about that. Safety first. Yeah. All right. And I am the 12th juror. If I were to say get the desks that would make it a tie. However, <laughs> I'm actually suggesting that you offer them couches and love seats and pull out sofas. What? Give them, give them the choice. I, I don't think you can mandate something like this in the workplace without. Yeah, I think you could throw a whole it lot up of other to them, right? And say, hey, I'm willing to get these for you if you want one. Get your treadmill up. desk. Or a love seat. <laughs> the healthy snacks were mandatory here. Just so yeah, you know. They don't box. make you eat them. They make, yes, they do. <laughs> All right. Well, Christine's been listening to this unfold on hold. Hey, Christine. No. <laughs> Christine, Sorry. obviously not happy with the result. I mean, it's your company. You can do what you want. But you this might is make the kind mad. of blowback that you're going to get from your employees, you yeah. realize. Yeah. <sighs> I know. I know. Well, there's always the option of offering it up, and for those who want it, get it for them, and those who don't. Or a couch. Don't. Or maybe you could turn one of your conference rooms into a gym, put like maybe a couple of treadmills in there, and then encourage the working out as a baby step to treadmill desk. Or just fill up the M&M jar. Yeah, we've got a freezer here with free graters ice cream all summer long. So, hey. Yeah, no offense, but we'd rather work for this company. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what was funny is the healthy people in the office were like, hey, why don't you have any healthy snacks for us? So now there's someone that goes out every day and brings in fruit and granola. The yogurt and parfait oatmeal. Friday. There's a yogurt parfait Friday. Listen, I guarantee if you got 20 employees, somebody is bound to say, you know what? I could use the physical exercise. If you're willing to spend the money on that, yes, please, thank you. And if they start losing weight, it may encourage other employees to want one. Yeah. Pam's doing it. I want to do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Good point. Oh, 
I like that. Okay. So, I, thank you, guys. That may be the way to do it. Positive view. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Good luck to you. Thank you so much for coming. Let's revisit this conversation in a year and see how things are going. Okay. I like that. Thank you <laughs> so All right. much. Take care, Christine. Before and after shots. Mm. Yeah. No, gosh. That'll be. the love that. <laughs> Take care, Christine. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.